the world would not be the same. Few people laughed. Few people cried. Most people were silent. I remembered the line from the Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita. Vishnu is trying to persuade the prince that he should do his duty. And to impress him, takes on his multi-armed form and says, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. I suppose we all thought that one way or another. Dylan. Hi, how you doing? And fellow co-host Tyler. Glad to be back. And tonight we are discussing that real big piece of news. It was announced a week or two ago that May on May 16th, 2014, Godzilla will return from his long hiatus and will be back on the big screen. In America. <laughs> yeah, for the first time since Godzilla 2000, or... Uh, the 54 release they did in 2004. Yeah, that was very brief, though. Like, it was nowhere near me. Yeah, I gotta go see yeah. it, but... But, um... The last one I saw was uh, the Godzilla 2000. Oh. I didn't even see that. So, I just... I can't... I'm super excited for this. And, uh, our co-host, Dylan, actually has a clock on his computer telling... And will you tell us how long until the movie comes out? All right, guys. This is it. Godzilla premieres in exactly 965 days, one hour, 27 minutes, and 24 seconds at the time of the show. Better start lining up in front of that theater, folks. I'm going to bring my sleeping bag. <laughs> Let's pull Star Wars. <laughs> Instead of lightsabers, we'll bring costumes and have mock monster fights in the lobby. Use popcorn I'm, buckets I'm... as buildings. I have a whole. Li- I have it's me, my girlfriend Brittany, and my best friend Ryan Seidnick. I'm giving him a little shout out there because he's listened to our show before. Um, I we're going to the midnight premiere. We did that for the Amazing Spider-Man, and I said I'm doing this right. I don't care how much money I have to spend. I'm buying all three of us brand new Godzilla T-shirts, ordering them offline, best ones we can get, and uh, I'm gonna have Godzilla music playing in the car on the way there, all that kind of stuff. I'm doing this right. This is the first time I'm seeing the actual Godzilla, well, hopefully the actual Godzilla in theaters, not including 98, and I'm going to get it done right. How about you, Tyler? Any plans? Um, probably take, gonna, I'm probably going to see it to the midnight release uh, with my best friend. Uh, you met, I mentioned uh, her before, uh, Hannah Dolish. Mm-hmm. She's a major Godzilla fan. 
and again another fan of the podcast Ooh. and then i'll probably see it again with my brother yeah yeah I, uh trey i do all right i do not attend midnight showings but this movie will probably be if i haven't gone to see it early like i did get to see cloverfield several days before it came out if i don't get to do that with godzilla it'll definitely be a midnight release for me i'll definitely go How'd you manage seeing Cloverfield early? Uh, I followed the website, CloverfieldCluesBlogspot.com, and um, they were posting about free screenings. And uh, my sister did ice skating, and she was going to go to the ice skating, and they were giving away tickets at the place where she ice skated, and my dad went and got the last one. So it was like perfect. Oh, that's cool. It was perfect timing. It was totally, you know, God nodding us, and I thought that nodding at us, and I thought that was great, but. So, yeah, I've been trying to track down early screenings of movies like that since then. So hopefully I can find out Godzilla. If... They did the same thing for The Amazing Spider-Man, and me and my friend were going to oh, yeah. hunt it down. But we decided, nah, we'll just go see it at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but Godzilla is just a movie I've been waiting for for so many years. Just not, not just, you know, since they announced that there was going to be a reboot. I mean, I've just been waiting for this since, since I've first became a Godzilla fan, I've been waiting for them to make Godzilla 2, a sequel to the 98 film for years. And this isn't that, obviously, but, you know, I've been waiting for my chance to see Godzilla on the big screen again and to see Godzilla return. So I'm pumped beyond anticipation. Yes, in HD glory. I'm sorry? I said, uh, well, you know, like, like movies back in the day, you know, standard def and whatnot, but now true, like, HD, three, uh, apparently even 3D, yeah. On the big screen, in his true form, and not a giant lizard. Yeah. Well, I've, I mean, I've gotten to see a few Godzilla films on the big screen. I mentioned I got to see the 54 release. Um, for whatever reason, my uh, local art theater, art uh, museum where I live, uh, they had a J- Asian film festival, and they screened Mothra, and they screened Mothra, I'm sorry, Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, and I got to see that. So that was pretty sweet. But yeah, like you mentioned, that's something I do want to talk about is the 3D in a little bit, but yeah, I mean, and more to the fact that this is a new Godzilla film, you know, also the fact that it's a new Godzilla film. I'm just like so hyped. <laughs> I mean, the last one we were all hyped up for was Godzilla Final Wars. Uh, and I mean, that, uh, yeah, that, you know, I, I know it, I've gone on record as defending Godzilla 98. And I realized that reason why a lot of people were upset was because uh, that wasn't the Godzilla film they wanted. I totally sympathize because I feel the same way with Godzilla Final Wars. Like when I first started watching it, I turned it off halfway and didn't finish it. No, you didn't finish it. No. Did you ever finish it at all? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I own it okay. now, and I've I've seen it multiple times. I've watched it a lot, but when I first sat down with the rental copy, I totally turned it off. Me, and my Where can brother. you rent a Godzilla movie? What? Where can you rent a Godzilla movie? Well, this was like back when it first came out in America, like 2005, 2006. So, oh, anywhere I can rent movies, they never had Godzilla movies. Huh. Block- Dang. Like, every place I always went to, like Blockbuster, there was an old media gallery, not media, yeah, media gallery. They had tons and tons and tons of Godzilla movies and old Japanese monster movies. Nice. Uh, I actually, I, I saw Godzilla Final Wars, I actually grabbed it for Christmas. Christmas. I immediately, like after that morning, my brother and I ran up to our rooms, and we instantly put it in and watched it. 
Well, that's kind of what I did. I had Christmas money left over, and I was at Walmart, and I noticed they had Godzilla Final Wars available, and I was like, I'm buying it! (laughs) I felt the same way about renting it, but Godzilla Final Wars was such a shock to the system. And, you know, I'm a big horror movie fan now. I watch a lot of movies that do have some gore in it, but, you know, I mean, I was not a big horror movie for a very long time, horror movie fan for a long time. And that Godzilla movie, like, had some, like, insane gore for a Godzilla film. I think it was the part where you see that Exilian's like head split in half. Like me and my brother awesome. me and my brother turned it off and like, okay, we're done. Uh, we're <laughs> done. Me and my brother still get a laugh though at the Exilian commander pitching a hissy fit after Zilla gets blown away. That's like the only redeemable Next. Sorry Dylan, what were you saying? Next. Yeah. Exactly. But um, off topic. But uh, yeah, it's going to be great for this film. I can't. Uh, I'm just super excited for this movie. But um, I, I don't want to say I'm super hyped yet because I don't know anything about the film. I'm excited that it's coming, but I'm not super hyped yet. I won't be super hyped until we know who's in the movie and anything about it. Like, I would be super hyped if they released the trailer. Yeah, me too. Yeah, if they, once they show cast in the teaser, obviously there's going to be a lot of hype and build-up around it. So, yeah. I mean, look at Cloverfield. Just that one teaser it sparked so much, like, fandom and whatnot. Like, everyone wanted to see, like, what is this? So, once Godzilla has that teaser that sparks everyone into an outcry, well, Godzilla, be big. This Godzilla teaser, even though it hasn't been released to the general public, it kind of already has. Like, there's already been a ton of websites geeking out over this saying, hey, can you believe this? This was awesome. And like, you know, I've been to websites that aren't Godzilla websites that are like, you know, Shock Central, you know, all horror and comic book websites. And people are geeking out about it over there. Like I was following a live tweet where this guy was tweeting, oh, they're showing Man of Steel footage. And he was like, holy crud, they're showing Godzilla footage. And I was like, yes. And I was like, I wasn't, you know, seeing it happen, but I was kind of seeing it happen live time because I was following like tweets as it was happening. So I was like, this is so cool. I was, I just thought that was so cool. But I, I think that they won't have to be... I think the thing with the teaser with Cloverfield is that it hooked people because there was a complete mystery to it because no one knew what it was. Whereas Godzilla, I don't think they have to worry about that so much because all you need to say is Godzilla. And, you know, people already know what it is. So... Yeah. Uh, the reaction to the trailer, even people that weren't Godzilla fans was you have to admit it was amazing. There were people freaking even just casual nerds, the comic con going nuts over the trailer. Yeah. In fact, I actually recall it was, I first heard about it. I was watching a video on IGN. It was going over the, the press conference and the guy was like, uh, the guy was talking like, uh, how, uh, I'm blanking Pacific Rim pretty much for him like stole the show it was the best thing and then the major surprise was Godzilla and he was like dear god it was I it was not expected it was shocking and it was awesome everyone was geeking out over it so yeah the more I talk about the more angry I get that it wasn't shown to us yet (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm kind of getting depressed now all right shows it over yeah, I'm, I am actually pretty upset that they haven't released it online because not that many Godzilla. I'm fans... I'm really, 
There were people recording the Man of Steel trailer, and it was released on YouTube so many times. Yeah. And yet, nobody recorded this. Yeah. I know well, they, they said, don't bring your cameras or anything, but still. like. Well, we did get still, that one screenshot. We did. We... I swear, no, that was staged. That was staged. It was two screenshots, and they were both taken at the exact same time in the trailer. Mm. I swear, like, legendary staged it. They put two people in there to take the picture at the exact same time and to release it online to get people excited. It's a conspiracy, I tell yeah. you. A conspiracy. The Godzilla conspiracy. What are the chances that the only two pictures from the trailer that we get are taken at the exact same time from two different angles? Well, they were the best pictures of Godzilla like at that time. Like, they're exactly. probably like off by a few, maybe like a milliseconds because like oh my god that's perfect and they both hit at the same time yeah the first one was at a really bad angle and people were throwing a fit like oh my god it's godzilla oh my god he looks so weird and stuff like that and then the next one was released and it was like the exact same second like Mm -hmm. and it was just at a better angle like i swear it's somebody even on the forums mentioned that they it's it has to have been staged jake was supposed to be like the super oh okay I'm still excited. I mean, staged or not, I'm still glad we got it. I'm sorry that Jake's not the super soldier. Yeah, sorry, sorry background. <laughs> <laughs> super so awesome. So Captain America is going to take on Godzilla. That'd no, be awesome. No, no, my no, it's Resident Evil 6 and my brother's playing Wesker's son. Yeah, I know. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Um anyway, um well, just since we were talking about that screenshot, um, well, we were talking about the trailer just now. Why don't we go ahead and I go ahead and I'm going to read you guys, those of you listening, a description of the teaser. I'm sure you've all know this by now, but, you know, we want to be all inclusive. Uh, this the description I'm getting comes from the website Shock Till You Drop, and it describes the general teaser and what was in it. Um, According to this website, the op- very dramatic. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me get my best like Raymond Burr voice on something. The opening, WB, and legendary <laughs> logos are black and white, with a font like original Japanese writing. The footage pans across a city that has been utterly destroyed. We hear a voice over a radio talking. It is the voice of Robert Oppenheimer about the end of the world. It looks like another giant creature's body is in the wreckage. We hear the classic Godzilla scream from the smoke. We see something ominous, uh, enormous. Sorry. We're following a camera up Godzilla's back, showing his scales. We see his face, but it's almost a silhouette. It looks a lot like the classic Godzilla design, but with a slightly fatter face. That's basic, That's the basic description of the trailer. And a bunch of other websites have included a far more detail. Like the monster, there's a second monster in the trailer beyond Godzilla. And people say it looks like an insect or giant centipede. People have described the footage looking very similar to 9-11 footage or Cloverfield footage of the building destruction. We see supposedly civilians helping each other climb out of destroyed buildings. So it sounds like a really in-depth and just really epic and amazing teaser. Mm-hmm. With Godzilla versus Gatra? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the insect then. Yeah, let's do that. So whenever... What do you think it is? I honestly think it's just a random monster they threw in. They, uh, I'm, I doubt it's an actual monster. I mean, not haven't seen it if. Uh, and I mean, if it was like 
if it was any certain monster like Batra, Mothra, or something, people would have noticed it. Fans were there, so I think it was just a random monster they threw in just just to keep just throw in the rubble. But they wanted their eye on Godzilla, so well, that's my point. I don't know how how you, how you guys if you guys follow the toys at all, like if any of you really collect toys. I do. Uh, like, do you follow the new toys coming out and stuff like that? Like uh, Godzilla figures. Yeah, besides, like, Monster Arts, I mean, like, other companies, too. That are Godzilla-related, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were new uh, Marmots, I want to say they were, uh, and the guy that was showcasing them at a show, uh, they were they just released Godzilla 1954 in two different variant colors and Megalon in two different variant colors, and they were asking, well, why are you releasing these two monsters? And he said, because... Uh, from what we've been told, Godzilla's going to be based off of his 54 design, and he's going to be fighting an insect. Please not Megalon. Please, <laughs> please not Megalon. I mean, He chose no. Megalon because it was an insect. Well, yeah, 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 but when I hear insect, my mind goes to Mothra, Batra, Megagirus, not Megalon. Not- I'm not sure if... I'm not sure if the company has released a Mothra or a Batra figure. I don't like the stylized figures too much. Well, yeah, no, what you said makes sense, but I'm just like, I mean, my brain, I'm like, oh, not my Megalon. We're going to be seeing Jet Jaguar. We're going to be seeing Megalon, and uh, okay, it's just my mind. This movie's going to stink. <laughs> but that's really the interesting. It was, it, it was Megalon on the ground. Everyone just blacked it out. They were like, no, <laughs> no it's not no. him. It's just not him. Yeah. <laughs> But it's really interesting that he says that. he It doesn't say anything in the YouTube video where he's showcasing. I'll try to find the video then. But uh, what it's interesting because he doesn't say if he's been told about the movie or if that's just what he's heard or what. But they're releasing these figures because somewhere they found out that Godzilla's going to be fighting going to be fighting an insect. I really hope that it is. I hesitate to say I hope it's the original monster because we all know the Godzilla Unleashed kind of lashback, and I'd rather see an original, not not an original, I'm sorry, you know, a Toho monster in it, a Mothra or a Batra, but at the same time, I'd rather see them do an original monster because um, I want this movie to focus on Godzilla as much as possible. I want it to develop Godzilla as a character. I think my complaint with like Godzilla Final Wars is that all Godzilla does is just show up and fight the other monsters and break stuff. I really want Godzilla to have as much as of a character arc as possible for a giant, you know, unhuman creature. And if they have an original monster, they'll be able to focus more on Godzilla than if they had like Mothra. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, I well, that makes sense. I kind of don't know what I want. I want them to do a Toho monster, but then again, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really think of a Toho monster that I'd put in the first movie. I would pick, I would go the Batman Begins route, and I would pick a lesser-known villain, like a Batman Begins, Ra's al Ghul and Scarecrow. I mean, the comic book fans know that, but general audiences and general fans have no idea who those people were, so they were able to focus on Batman and use those villains as the focus for Batman. I would pick a Godzilla villain who's only been in, like, one or two movies. Like, my choice... I Megalon? Keep... 
not not Megalon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, notice he didn't. <laughs> notice he didn't use someone one of the dumb villains like like a uh, Scarface, the ventriloquist in uh, Batman Begins. But I would pick Hidora to be in this film. Which... But see, I can't. I just can't see Hidora being in the first movie. Like he just doesn't seem like a first movie monster to me. And neither do really any of the other monsters. I, can't, I really can't think, like, oh, they put Baragon in the first movie. That's, yeah. that's that's random. Oh, they put Titanosaurus? I, oh, it's Rodan. That, that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of want them to do an original monster. But then again, if it's an original monster, they kind of have to set it up a little more to explain who this monster is. Mm-hmm. A little more than what they would for other monsters because fans kind of already know who the monster is like that. They still have to do some explaining to other people that don't normally watch the movies. But I don't know, that's my two cents. I really don't want a Toho monster because I kind of feel like no other Toho monster will fit. I kind of feel like they should save the big names like Mothra, Rodan, King Ghidorah, Mechagodzilla, and all that for later movies like uh, a sequel like do the first one have Godzilla fight whatever you want him to fight then bring in oh my god look it's Mothra they got another Godzilla monster for the sequel I'm... Nah, that's that's a good opinion I mean when it, you're and you're right I, I would have to garner with that as well if they didn't originally I would honestly have to say the probably the best scenario I would see them in is if they were choosing a uh, character and then just put their own spin on it, like have instead like Titanosaurus, but have it like them both create in the same origin. So maybe yeah. a Toho monster, but just with their own radical spin on it. I, I don't know. I still kind of don't want that to happen. Like even Angiris, like. I, I really think that the first one should be a solo movie. I totally but agree. Even if they don't, like, I'm perfectly okay with him fighting another monster. I mean, I love watching Godzilla fight other monsters, but I kind of feel like they should have done an original, like, just Godzilla, just to set it up. Or maybe, like, even, like, kind of like the Rodan route, uh, and have little tiny creatures, like, when, God, when the bomb went off to wake and brought Godzilla back to life, it mutated a whole bunch of little insects, like little insects or something like that, like prehistoric insects, it brought them back to life too, and they started attacking the city that Godzilla's gonna be in, and throughout the whole movie, I mean, it's Godzilla, everybody knows Godzilla is, everybody knows Godzilla's gonna be in it, but it's set up like these little creatures, like these little prehistoric insects are the main monsters, and they're killing people, and then, bam, Godzilla starts attacking. Like how they did with the Mega Nulon, how you always thought that those were the monster. Yeah. I feel like I just I keep when we talk about enemy monsters and the monster Godzilla is going to fight, I keep getting flashbacks to the Godzilla versus the Griffin script. And that was kind of a mediocre script, and it focused way too much on the enemy monster. Both Godzilla and the enemy monster had the equal amount of development, and I really don't want to see that in this film. I really want to see Godzilla as the star of this movie. Just... I, they could go, I hesitate to say this because I know this brings uh, bad memories, but they could go the route of kind of Kingdom of the Kingdom, 
Kingdom of Monsters or what seems to be happening with Pacific Rim, where the film establishes that um, Godzilla is one of several monsters that have been created. And you can have a host of generic original monsters and have Godzilla like slowly rise to be the predominant monster throughout the course of the I, film. I don't like that. Uh, sorry, no, I, I just don't. Nah, I, I hate whenever, like, even, like, the Dark Horse comics, I just hate the idea of putting Godzilla with other generic monsters. Yeah, Like, yeah. Marvel Comics did it, and I didn't like that, and Dark Horse did it sometimes, and I didn't like that. I was like, like, I liked Honest from the Dark Horse comics and stuff, yep. but I didn't like just putting him up against random monsters, like that weird monster on the moon or whatever it was in the Marvel comics. I was totally okay with it in those comics, because... I don't know. The comics are different from the film for me. And I know I knew that, you know, they could only afford Godzilla. But that's another thing, like, I would agree with you. And just reading about the bug monster, people say it's a giant centipede. That does sound really generic to me. And, you know, hopefully it's like a Mega Nula or whatever, however you say that. I mean, I hope I hope we get the lesser obscure Toho monsters. I just want some form of Toho monsters. They don't even have to be a Godzilla monster. Like, we could have Godzilla fighting uh, the creatures from Yogg, the monster from space, or, you know, bring out something obscure. Have Godzilla fight Matango, the mushroom man. You know what I mean? I just, I want something that has a pre-established history to it. I feel... Uh, I still, I still think I like the idea of when the bomb goes off, it wakes up a whole bunch of little things and Godzilla and the little things start attacking and the humans are freaking out thinking that this is some really big disaster with all these little bugs attacking us. Like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And then, oh crap, what the heck is that thing? So and Godzilla's just rising up out of the ocean. So kind of just like the beginning of the Godzilla 1985. Because they had that scene with the... Um, with the shock. Yeah, the parasite. Yeah. Kind of. And, and then end it with uh, Godzilla vs. Legion, right? <laughs> yes. Actually, that might be kind of cool. Have Mega Gear, I, Mega Gears like insect swarm, and then they lead Godzilla via bird calls to a volcano. I'm just kind of <laughs> nervous about the, him fighting another monster because of how they have to introduce both monsters. Me too. Like I totally understand. I'm I'm being super optimistic at this point. But I, everything you guys are saying, I completely agree with. I'm, I'm nervous about it, too. I mean, before they said a new mon enemy monster would be in it, I was ch hoping, really hoping for a solo film. And, I mean, I, I love seeing Godzilla fight and the monsters, but I'm going to count the first American Godzilla film in this. We have 29 Godzilla films, and then only three of them is, are solo films. You know, I've, I want to see something new and fresh. I, I feel like they should focus on Godzilla as a solo uh, character because to me Godzilla he can be the hero and the villain he can be the villain in this movie or the hero or whatever and then the sequel you can have him be the hero as you introduce the bigger and badder monster you know Ghidorah or Mothra or Destroyer or whatever do you remember um, keep his name anonymous Noah because uh, I really don't want his name getting out everywhere do you remember the original idea for the script that we were told about with the salamanders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't it supposed to be like titanosauruses? Uh, yeah, they. it was described like little titanosauruses, uh, but there was a whole bunch of them. They were kind of like salamander-like creatures. Yes. 
but that script was like dropped or something. There's something that like for me the monsters that they pick it all depends on the tone of the movie. I know Gar the director, I can't I can never say his name right. Garth Edwards is that it or something? Gareth, yeah. Gareth Edwards. Uh, he said that it's not sci-fi. It's going to be very realistic about what um this would be like in real life. So to me that means you won't ever see Mechagodzilla in this series. And I don't see that. I I mean maybe maybe you will, but there are certain monsters that I would either not use or I would do drastically different. Like if Mothra are in it, I don't know if I would have the 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 Shobin or the twins in it. You know what I mean? Her I, I would do a different way of explaining it. If I, I do it kind of like GMK. Exactly. Don't exactly. explain that she has the little things, but like throw a little hint at them. Like have a little like in the movie have like Japanese twins, like during a scene with Mothra. Yeah. Her... Just to kind of like throw like ah look at that I know what that is or good callback or to <laughs> or to just do kind of a different approach to it. Like I've never understood what the twins were. Were the humans? Were they a different species? What um, they were fairies they were there was a there was a whole bunch of them on the island apparently yeah I, I haven't seen mothra in so long but like they were they populated the island and those two i believe were like kind of like mothra's guardians mm -hmm. like they were the two that were in charge of mothra or like in charge of protecting mothra i guess yeah they had the best job these <laughs> other ones got stuck protecting trees and a flower uh... a rock yeah, I just summoned this rock yeah. to defend me. <laughs> but the way I would, the way I would rewrite it would be like Mothra would always has always been to see like almost a human level of intelligence for a monster. I would rewrite it that Mothra, when she communicates with uh, humans, she does it through an avatar of two twins. If that makes any sense, it's like one way of rewriting it. But I mean, so I mean, I'm not critic. Well, that would be cool, like throughout the whole movie set it up like the twins get possessed and they're talking for some master or whatever yeah and then later on in the movie it's revealed that the master is actually mothra something like that if you if you um uh did you guys ever read the book godzilla 2000 by uh, mark uh carison i did I not Godzilla Returns, but I still haven't read it. Okay, exactly. Godzilla 2000, they do something very similar. One of the characters begins to have nightmares and visions of Ghidorah, and those nightmares and visions are brought to her by uh, Mothra. So, yeah, something like that. I mean, I'm not you know, saying, like, Mothra's stupid and they should change it. I'm saying it really depends on the tone of movie you're going for. If you're going, like, the Pacific Rim kind of route, then you can have all the Toho monsters be you know, as fantastical and as out there as you want. But this sounds like they're going almost the Batman Begins kind of route, and that means you're going to have to drastically change some of the some aspects of the character. Like, I mean, I know I keep comparing this series to Godzilla to uh, the Batman movies, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, but I'm getting that kind of vibe, and I think... God, Godzilla's being compared to Batman so much. Yeah. With good reason, I, I just feel like the, the both the the reason I can do it is that both Batman and Godzilla have shared a similar f history as terms of franchise goes. That both characters started out as super grim and dark and gritty characters, then they became this insane cheesy camp icons, and then they became dark and dark and fun and stylistic, and then dark and gritty again. 
and also to me, both Godzilla and Batman are characters that like you can have a cheesy and ridiculous Godzilla, and then you can have a dark and serious and grim Godzilla, and you and you can't and you don't have a conflict between the two. Both versions are equally valid. So holy cow, I'm still trying to find this YouTube video where the guy explains that it's Godzilla and an insect. <laughs> we um. I, um, well, it, I'm changing topic again, but, um, what, what, have, the picture that we saw of the Godzilla design, I know we can't make out much from it, but what did you guys think of that? Meh. It kind of reminded me of, it definitely did remind me of the Hesse version, except, uh, that Godzilla just ate a lot. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I have to say it did it looks very good, and compared to '98, the drastic redesign, I think it's I think it's very very good to see like Godzilla, the most popular version, the most well known in the United States, the Hesse, like make its appearance on the big screen because that honestly, in my opinion, is like the uh, iconic Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it, I guess. Um, I really need to see a better picture of it. Besides the little blurry camera phone that Legendary yeah, set I mean... up. <laughs> it's a conspiracy! Oh. <laughs> but, I mean, it looks kind of like a fat Hezai Godzilla. Like Tyler said, it reminds me a lot of the Hezai Godzilla, which is my favorite incarnation, as a lot of people on the forums might know. Uh, so, I, I like it, I do, but I really do need to see more of it before I can make a final judgment on if I like it or not. I actually am getting a Godzilla 2000 vibe off of it. But what I'm really hoping for the design is, as much as I love the Godzilla 98 design, I'm really hoping for something that is more akin to what they did in the transition between the High Size series and the one in Godzilla 2000, where it's such a drastic change. I mean, Godzilla slooped the... Uh, sloped over a little bit. His spikes are a totally different shape and color. But yet, that is so clearly Godzilla, as opposed to 98, which is even further, if if that makes sense. Because I want a new Godzilla design, but I also want it to clearly harken back to the Japanese Godzilla. Like, I think I'll be a little disappointed if it's like we digitally copied every aspect of the original 1954 suit, if that makes sense. I want to see some new fresh ways of seeing Godzilla, a new fresh design, but one that's very, very close and similar to the original, or a original incarnation. Well, it was, it's been said that Gareth Edwards wants to do something akin to the original 1954 film. Mm-hmm. Which excites so. me beyond belief, but... <laughs> do you guys think, this is a random question, but do you guys think Godzilla will be hunched over like um, Godzilla 1998 or a T-Rex or do you think he'll be in his classical pose? Classic pose. Yeah. Uh, I I see them updating it. Like, they're going to update it. You know that. Yeah. Um, I look forward to it. But, yeah. But it's going to be classic. I know that, like, there was way back when, who who was that first interview with? Uh, Was that David Goyer? That they interviewed on that YouTube video? No, I think he was a producer. I don't think it was David Goyer. Whoever it was, the very first interview that we had on YouTube about it, uh, 
they said that they don't want another mistake to happen because they they realized what 1998 was. Yeah. Well, so I, I know they're not going to do any. They're also going for something totally different than what the 98 film was. For whatever reason, Den Devlin and Roland Emmerich wanted to remake, to change, to reinvent, to remake and do something brand new and different and recreate Godzilla from the ground up. That's not what these guys are going for. They want to go back to Godzilla and update him and bring him back and stay true to what what's important about the character and why that character is so iconic. So the two films and their approach to the character are going to be completely different. So I expect the designs to be completely different. So less French, more Jap- Japanese? I hope so. <laughs> Actually, technically American, right? I mean, Godzilla was created by nuclear te- American nuclear tests. Correct? I mean, am I... Actually... No, no well, you're right, and hopefully they actually blame the U.S. this time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's uh, referencing our uh, G98 show. The, I mean, if Godzilla does attack, yes, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, if Godzilla does attack the United States, it'd be nice to see, you know, while it's like our mistake coming back to haunt us. Yeah, yeah. Her, her whole, yeah. I mean, if it's made in America, then absolutely it's going to have to hold us. Um, responsible, but I really liked how the original Gojira film. I mean, I'm pro- I'm sure they had to because, like, at the time they weren't. I'm pretty sure they weren't allowed to do like anti-American films. But I mean, I love how the original Gojira holds all of mankind responsible. I I would love to see that approach in this film. But I, I I'm sure I mentioned this in the G98 show, but it still cracks me up that yeah, we're gonna do our own take of Godzilla. It's gonna be the American Godzilla. This is gonna be great, and we're blaming him on the French. Why? Because we don't want to take credit for this. <laughs> Even when they were touting our own real American Godzilla, the Cloverfield monster, as being a monster for America, that in the same vein that Godzilla was a monster for Japan, who's to blame for God- for Cloverfield? The Japanese. They blamed the Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> that cracks me up. I was talking about yeah. with my dad a while ago, and my dad said everybody wants their- to own their own monster, but nobody wants to own up to it. It's like, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, that's absolutely true. Do you guys, I mean, I think they will. I mean, if they're doing what they say they are and making it faithful, then they're either, if they do this, they'll be lying through their teeth. But um, do you guys think they'll change Godzilla's origin at all to a non-nuclear thing? I hope to God not. I hope they don't either. I'm just throwing that it's out. It's definitely going to be nuclear. Yeah. I, I mean, either want them to clearly explain that Godzilla is mankind's mistake and that we have to suffer for it. Or I don't want them to explain the origin at all. Yeah. I want them to just... I want Godzilla to be known in that universe. Everybody knows Godzilla exists. Everybody knows he's a threat already. So you don't or, want, you don't want a, uh, an origin film I, then, do you? No, I do, but I, I want them to do it right. Yeah. If they're not going to do nuclear origin, if they're not going to let it be clear that we created the Godzilla and we have to pay for our mistakes, I want them to just put out the whole origin. I want them to just establish that Godzilla's already a, a known thing on the in the universe. What about you, Tyler? For me, I definitely want the nuclear origin. I mean, I don't I don't want the French. I don't I just want <laughs> I what I want is Godzilla to be Godzilla, nuclear origin, b- born in fire, you know, born from the nuclear fire, 
and I want it to be expressed in the film. Like, I want them to say, you know, I want them to say, like, where did this creature come from? And then, like, you know, soon, at the very end of the film, it come, they come to the conclusion it was born from a mistake. It was our, you know, it's our fault. Mm-hmm. Or, like, someone... Yeah. They look upon, like, the destruction of God, you know, those leaving, and they see all the destruction. They're like, the, the Godzilla did not cause this. We did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean... So. I'm positive they're going to have the nuclear origin in there. I mean, for everything that people say that Godzilla 98 was a mistake and ruined everything, I mean, they got that right. I mean, I, I'll always praise Except it. for the lizard part. Except for the lizard part. But the, but again, I mean, that's something that, I mean, you have to... This also ties into the 2014 film. I keep wanting to say 2012, but I know it's not. Um, do you guys think it'll be a dinosaur again? Because I'm, I can go with it, but that is kind of a stretch to begin with to say, hey, there's already an existing dinosaur, or that there's just one last existing dinosaur that just happens to be mutated. If that makes any sense, do you, do you guys get what I'm going at? I mean, I'll be okay with it. I mean, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I understand. I like. I w- I would honestly want the dinosaur route to stay the same because when like whenever you see Godzilla like uh, any of his old movies, you instantly say he's a dinosaur. There's yeah. no question about it. You don't say he's a Komodo dragon. You don't say he's some kind of lizard. He's definitely a dinosaur. And if they try to explain, oh, well, he's a Komodo dragon that that you know mixed with this salamander and he you know the spikes of this creature, it's like no, no. just have him have like an egg like you stated in the last podcast. Or possibly like a deceased dinosaur, like you know the cells inside, like uh, the remaining cells of a very, very you know dinosaur that only recently died, like a few thousand years ago or something, and have it brought back to life, you know something like that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, I would be even happy if it was explained that you know because in reality, the ocean is so vast and deep, we don't even know half of the creatures in the ocean. Yeah. I would be perfectly happy if they put that kind of explanation in the film. You know, obviously, we looked something up, testing these weapons, it came to the surface, and now it's pissed off. Yeah, I heard not even say, like, okay, this was a dinosaur woken, or this was a dinosaur mutated. Just have it where, like, you say, okay, um, we know nuclear testing created this, and he's clearly and obviously a dinosaur, but we don't know anything else beyond that. And, like, they don't ever have to show us the dinosaur that Godzilla originally was. They don't ever have to explain. There could even there there could be even be a scene where they're debating on exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, well, it obviously looks like a dinosaur, but dinosaurs died millions of years that, ago. That could be a great well, chance. Yeah, but that could be a great like, chance to do a GMK like slap in the face towards a G ninety eight. Well, maybe it was a lizard. What are you stupid? No. <laughs> Like not like just kind of like uh have both of you seen Tremors? Yes. Yes. The the scene in Tremors where they're all, well I think they came from space. Well yeah. I think that they were millions of years old under the ground and they just came up now. Well I think that they're mutants from government experiments. Like Tremors. There could be a scene like that where they bounce back and forth different ideas and never really explain. Uh, well, I, what well, it is. I feel like. Uh, I, I must say I like that film because they, when they were oh sorry uh, when they were discussing that they're like oh it's this this is and then finally the guy's like it doesn't matter where it came from 
we're stuck with him and we ha- or we're stuck with them and we have to you know stop them before they stop us or they kill us so yeah i i would love that type of scene in godzilla i i don't know because for me the origin of godzilla is so important to who the character is that they're gonna have to at some point say he was created through our messing around with nuclear arms i i, I didn't mean to oh say- yeah yeah i, no, I just- include that and just don't say it's a dinosaur don't say it was a dinosaur that was sitting on an island and we bombed it and it mutated uh, even though that include... could be even though that could be the case and that may really yeah. be the origin they just don't ever call it out yeah reference that just movie starts out you know whatever country they want to blame this time <laughs> drops the germany bombs. <laughs> they dropped the bombs nuclear warfare testing them wasn't bombing another country or anything just testing the nuclear warfare or whatever uh the bombs woke godzilla up mutated godzilla whatever you want to say he came up out of the oven and just demolished the city and when they're analyzing it okay what just happened well obviously a dinosaur attacked well it couldn't have been a dinosaur dinosaurs are millions of years old well uh maybe it's uh some kind of sea creature that we just haven't seen before and the bombs brought it to the surface uh mm-hmm. well that's possible but then again we would have found something this big well maybe it's you know some extinct creature that we thought was extinct but it's actually still alive and there's very few left on earth maybe it's this maybe yeah. it's that well it really doesn't matter what we really need to do right now is figure out how to stop it yeah that's what they should do which also gets instead of dinosaur which your last thing got me thinking do you want them to kill Godzilla at the end of this no maybe i I would want them to think they killed him. That'd be a good ending. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I mean, don't don't quote me on this, but if let's say they come up with a chemical or something, they think they kill him at the very end, and they or realize that their greatest chance at him like doesn't do anything, they're like, oh, great, or like I I want an ending me. I love a good ending with Godzilla like, goes into the sea, like the classic Godzilla ending. But again, I'd also like to see they use the uh, like the Oxygen Destroyer 2.0, and they think they killed him, and then Godzilla 2 comes around and like, nope. I'd like, you know, I kind of would like to see the Oxygen Destroyer again. Uh, incorporate like a new Arizawa. Have like, if it's going to be set in America, have an American scientist, somebody working for the government or whatever developing this weapon to do something. I don't even know what to say he's doing with it uh, that draws all the oxygen out and everything like that, and they use it on Godzilla to do the whole Sarazawa thing. The, the scientist sacrifices himself and all that. And uh, I'd like to hear at the very end, like, the whole a whole tribute to the ending of the original one, like you know, there could be more Godzillas out there. That's That's something, I bring this up because again, I'm quoting Garth Edwards. I believe at Comic-Con he said they're not doing sci-fi. They're doing very realistic. Would you guys be able to accept the Oxygen Destroyer? I mean, we as fans can. But for the general audience, that might be too large a a leap to make. Maybe not. But I I can understand why, not so much the execution of it, but I can understand why they had Godzilla killed by semi-regular weapons in 98. I don't want that in this film, but to me it's kind of a conundrum. How can you kill Godzilla without being kind of a cop-out or unrealistic? Anything can be believable if presented believable. 
believable in the film. Yeah. Uh, it it doesn't matter. Like, I don't want them putting Mazers or like, yeah. Tango or anything in the film. Agreed. But I would be perfectly fine with them doing the Oxygen Destroyer if they explain it well enough. Like, if they give you, like, a wealth, like, if they show the guy who's making it a well-thought-out presentation on exactly what it does, what it can do, what it will do, uh, the different tests that he's done about it and stuff like that, and it makes sense to audience members, I'd be perfectly happy with them incorporating the auction destroyer. Well, if if they do bring, a, I mean, for weapons against Godzilla, I mean, in most Godzilla films, you get he gets thrown against tanks and all sorts of stuff and jets, but I mean... None of it, you really never feel like Godzilla is threatened. Like right. he's not, like when all this is coming at him. If in the American version, what I want to see is uh, like the United. If, let's say he's on the United States mainland or something, and the United States coordinates this massive attack against them. You know, bombers, jet fighters, tanks, artillery. You know, uh, 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 AC one thirties, just all against him. Like, and I just want want to see the total carnage go against him and then Godzilla just shrug it off or do or yeah. do the yeah, uh, they can even start up with like missiles hitting his side and like him turning and like what or, or even do like maybe this might be you know too much like 98 but do the Cloverfield moment where that moment in Cloverfield when they bombed the creature from above and everyone thought it was dead and then Godzilla just comes walking out of this cloud of smoke and just blows everyone away with his radiation breath after he's knocked down he gets right back up like, I, I think to me, I need to know that, like, I don't want to just see Godzilla just get hit in the face and not flinch. I want to know that this is hurting Godzilla, but that it's only making him angrier. And that maybe if you kept this up for, like, a, a day, you might get through to him. But that Godzilla's healing fast and that you're just taking him off more. And that he's going to... And that just makes him lash out in anger, if that makes sense. Because, I mean, I feel like they need to... I want to see them come up with some kind of explanation as to why they'll continuously send tank and tank after tank after plane to fight Godzilla when clearly it doesn't do any good. If that makes sense. <laughs> they obviously had a surplus. Yeah. Like I want to see I want to see some line where like diplomat where like senators and pr the president are talking like when I mean, why are we sending guys out here it's clearly not going to do any good and someone says well the public's going to kill us if we don't so you know what i mean i, I want to see something <laughs> like that yeah. i would like to see some politics in this film i know that sounds dumb but i want to see how like politicians and the government and how everyday people would react to this i mean cloverfield showed us everyday people caught in the middle of it but i want to see I don't want to see the Kingdom of Monsters route and see what stupid pop stars think about it. I want to see, like, how in the Return of Godzilla, you had the all the nations meeting up in Japan to discuss, you know, should we nuke Godzilla? Should we do this? I mean, Godzilla represents a threat to Japan and a threat to all to all of civilization. Her even even though it was dumb that they blamed Godzilla on the French in the '98 film, I liked how it brought that kind of Cold War aspect to the film. I want to see something like that in this film. I think that would be really cool to have kind of a political struggle over the creature, if that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, it would also be nice you know, to see, you know, 
I'm so- politicians agreeing on something like we have to kill this creature. Oh, good. Yeah, we finally agree on something. Yeah, exactly. But, but um, I think that's about it for like the plot of the film. Um, oh, I, the, I remember something. Do you guys want to see them remake American characters? Would you be up for a reinvention of Doctor Sarasawa or Steve Martin or something like that? Uh, not a total reimagining of them. Uh, I'd like to see characters take their place. Mm-hmm. Like, if they do incorporate the, the Oxygen Destroyer, I don't want to see them redo Dr. Sarazawa, uh, because I think the character was so perfect in the original film. Mm-hmm. But I would be perfectly happy if, if it does take place in America, an American scientist or engineer or whatever working on this thing and, and it being the oxygen destroyer a remake in spirit if n- not a direct remake yeah, yeah not named sarazawa or anything like that but you catch the drift that he is the new sarazawa well i i wouldn't mind if they did new characters i i would like new characters but i wouldn't mind like little nods or little winks like in that direction like you know a reference to this character not that character to that event like for instance let's say uh i know this may sound corny but let's say like say like after you know a military official gets impacted and they're at a serious meeting and the guy's like oh did he is that guy coming he's like oh yeah he he just got repairs then he walks in with like an ipad on he's like okay i'm back or you know yeah you know what i mean like little nods or hints like what's the name of the you know the ship Sarasawa. Yeah. You know, like how the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, you know, with uh, all the little cameos to the previous films. Or, mm-hmm. or have, like, I'd be perfectly happy if it came out like that. Or like have a scene where... Uh, like the Planet of the Apes. And the military base, when they have all the TV set up with reports, we see one. Like, you know how movies always do that when you click? You, they switch to one news channel for five seconds and, and they have, and like they go, we go live to our anchorman, the scene, Steve Martin, Steve, can you tell us what, a, what you see down there? That kind of thing. That makes sense, but um. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, winks and nods. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. We already like, mentioned this. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. Oh, I was gonna say. I think that pretty much covers up the plot. Yeah. I, I was. I was gonna say. We, yeah, we know of. Like. Yeah. We um. We mentioned it briefly, but another thing they confirmed, they officially confirmed it, when they announced the release date. Um. Godzilla will be released in 3D. How do you all feel about that? I'm not... Sorry. No, go <laughs> ahead. I'll, exp- I'll explain then. Okay. Uh, 3D, I'm fine with when it's... you. I don't like 3D that's in your face. So, the Resident Evil's, the Shark Knight 3D's, not... I don't like those when they when you just see the effect coming at you. I would love immersive... Like many people get, you know, credits for starting the 3D craze, but Avatar, Tron, when those have atmospheric world that you get sucked into because the 3D looks so real, like you're actually there, that could work so perfectly with Godzilla. Like you, like they just pan through this destroyed city, and with the 3D, you like look like you're there. Like just seeing the rubble falling slowly, the fires christening across the building, that would be so. Uh, I just draw you into the more than let's say Godzilla finding a breath and you saying ah it's coming at me yeah. alright well that's just me 
uh, I don't know exactly how many people know this. I mean, I've explained it to a couple people already, but I'm actually blind in my left eye. Mm. So I can't see the. So that 3D movies have no effect on me. Like, I've gone to see movies in 3D, but I can't tell the difference between a 3D movie and watching a normal movie with sunglasses on. Uh, I actually went and saw the Avengers for the first time in 3D because my friends wanted to see it in 3D so bad. And they thought it was hilarious because they're like, I mean, they're my friends. They were picking on me like the whole time. I mean, you can't see it, Dylan. Wow. Stuff like that, which I mean, I don't mind. But uh, uh, I think I would yeah, mind. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been unquote, blind my friends. whole life. I've been blind in my life my whole life, so I don't know any difference. And they were just picking on me like, they they asked me like serious questions like, like you know was there an accident and stuff like that which it was and I was just born that way but uh, yeah 3D has no effect on me so if I go see it in 3D which if I take friends that are gonna want to see it in 3D I most likely will end up seeing it in 3D uh, it'll just look like I'm watching a movie with a pair of sunglasses on mm. <laughs> I'm sorry by the way <laughs> it's really oh cool. no it's fine I mean I don't care like it's just I can't tell 3D <laughs> Yeah, I am what you said, Tyler. I agree that immersive would be great, but I don't know. I'm always kind of disappointed. Like I saw the amazing Spider-Man in 3D and there was never a moment where like always there were like one or two scenes where like was in your face. But I kind of want that in your face stuff. I mean, if Godzilla were both immersive and in your face, I would love it. I would love it if at the end of the film, there's a moment when Godzilla turns, sticks his snout in your face and then opens his mouth and you get bathe in the radiation breath i would totally geek out I, I would love it i'm not totally anti 3d but i would i mean i don't know i mean there's a delicate line across but part of me is totally psyched at the idea of having godzilla like reach out into the audience i mean i think that would be incredible i mean i realize it would harm it on repeat repeated viewings but i don't know i, I would love to have i mean there are scenes in tron where it was like popping out in your face. There was the scene where someone uses a grappling gun and that like shot out into your face and it made me jump. So if they can keep it immersive and have it in your face. I would love to have both, but I really do want to have it in your face. I do hope that it's shot in 3D. If it's post-converted 3D, then, you know, what's the point? That is good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the biggest 3D fan in the world, but I mean, it's the first Godzilla 3D film, you know? So I'm kind of... I'm doubly excited for it because I I remember thinking several years ago like you know if they ever did for whatever reason Godzilla '98 in 3D there are a couple of scenes in there that would be cool in 3D so you know I'm totally psyched for the idea either way but it'll be at the theater I don't have a 3D Blu-ray so yeah uh guess I don't know what else to say about 3D yeah I, I guess well I mean it. It was kind of like a, uh, I guess it is kind of cool considering the last American movie was supposed to be Godzilla 3D. Godzilla 3D. <laughs> no, I'm, gl I'm glad you brought that it up. with starts uh, with Deathlaw. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I wanted to mention that. I mean, IMDb credits, uh, the, the first producer of the credit is Yoshitu Bano, who he was the guy who was championing Godzilla 3D to the max, right? The IMAX yep. Godzilla versus Deathlaw film. This is, which I kind of feel like it's going to be Deathlaw or some 
working very close to the description of Death Club because this is that project. That's what I it thought. It started out as this project, and it kind of evolved into something bigger. Which I'm glad. Because uh, to the max. To the max was supposed to be just like a little uh, a ninety minute film instead of like a full two hour movie. I thought it was shorter. I thought it was like a twenty thirty minute film. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like a forty. I, I recall like a forty minute. I'm, yeah, but uh, well, it was something close to that. I'm really. It was in the double. I'm glad we're getting a bigger project, but everything I've read about Godzilla 3D, uh, Godzilla 3D to the max, that is sounded really awful to me. <laughs> I mean. So I'm kind of nervous because, you know, I love the monster Hedorah, but I do know that, like, uh, I forget who it was. I want to say it was Tanaka, the producer of the Godzilla series. When he saw Godzilla vs. Hedorah, he told uh, Yoshimitsu Bano, who, for those of you who didn't know, he directed Godzilla vs. Found it! Whoa, what? Found it. Found what? That video. Okay, cool, cool. Send me a link later. Um... (laughs) He, um, yeah, now that I'm deaf in one ear, um, he, uh, <laughs> he was told that he ruined the Godzilla series with Godzilla vs. Hedorah, so I'm kind of nervous to see that he's behind this film, if that makes sense at all, but... He's not behind it anymore. What he's doing is being kind of like the go-to guy for Toho. Like, he bounces back and forth between Legendary and Toho, saying, okay, well, they want to do this, okay, well... So I want you to do that. That's what I'm gathering from. Yeah. Like he, I don't think he has any say in how the movie goes at all anymore. That's that's kind of good. I mean, I don't want to be mean to the guy, but I just everything I've been reading about Godzilla 3D to the max sounded really bad. It, like really awful, cheesy. And I mean, I'm so glad that they're making this dark and frightening. I've been looking forward to a dark and gritty Godzilla film, so I can't, you know, wait for this to be dark and gritty. But I think we've kind of covered everything there is to say about the actual film itself. I think. Well, actually, if uh, if I may ask, yeah, what do you guys think it's going to be rated? I personally think it's going to be rated PG-13. I mean, I, I doubt they'll aim for PG because it is going to be realistic, but yeah. they're not going to hit a rated R. But what are you two takes on it? Uh, it... I'm not even going to take a guess. I'm going to say it's going to be PG-13. Uh, just by the trailer and that quote, it's an extremely dark quote. Um, and the overall tone that they've been trying to put off on us, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's going to be PG-13. And they can't do an R-rated Godzilla movie. Godzilla's just too big of a name that kids are going to want to see it. I'm... So it And they don't... It's too dark. So far from what we've heard, is too dark to be PG, and it's too big of a name that they have to make it R. I would love an R-rated Godzilla film, but at the same time, I agree with you. I mean, if you look at some of the stuff they're getting away with in PG-13 films nowadays, um, I mean, I mean, like Cloverfield was an incredibly dark and gritty and frightening movie, but that movie was PG-13. And then the and the Dark Knight films deal with incredibly dark themes, but again, they're PG-13. But um, They can be dark, but none of those films had anything in them that, guaranteed, that, that 
influenced an R rating. Well, if you, I mean, I mean, there was violence, there was swearing and stuff, but it wasn't like they were dropping f bombs. There was right. no real nudity in any of those films. Which, which, uh, I got to complain for a second that, like, I mean, people can drop like five f bombs in the PG thirteen film nowadays and get away with it, which ticks me off. But, yeah, I kind of feel like I, I don't. I have a whole opinion on swear words where I don't even feel like any words should be considered bad. I mean, I don't understand who decided that certain words are bad and stuff like that. So I have a whole different opinion on swear words than most of my friends do. So, But also, like, I mean, the films I mentioned, they were borderline R sometimes. Like, I mean, the gore in it. Oh, yeah. Two, yeah like Two-Face's were... face in um, Dark Knight. I yeah. mean, that's, that's borderline R-rated, if not... You know, paying off the MPAA. It's very dark. Yeah, it's it's very dark, but those films weren't bad enough that they needed an R rating. They were violent, dark, sometimes even scary, but they just wasn't... They The rating, the people that worked for the rating system just didn't really see a need for it to be rated R. Like, um... I think it has to cross. You have to swear some. I mean, wasn't Godzilla Final Wars? It was going to be radar, but they had to like change it, like get rid of a few words. The, so it's yeah. PG thirteen. They were going to drop yeah, the uh, f bomb in the New York pimp scene. They they did drop the f bomb in the New York scene, but they edited it out. You can see yeah. the cops' fit mouth. Which I hate. I don't know. F-word. I have a, I have an opinion on uh, curse words. I mean, I am a Christian, so I don't want you know. I don't think they ever need to drop the f word in a godzilla film and again if you look at the dark knight those films are dark and gritty and gory they never drop the f bomb so you know i i think it could be done i just i want this film i feel bad saying this because i do like how godzilla can be kid friendly and i do like it when kids watch godzilla but i want this film to be dark and scary and frightening frightening I think that the movie is going to have a tone somewhere in between the Transformer series and the new Batman movies. I think that the tone of the film is going to be somewhere in between those. I'm guessing somewhere along the lines of the Clash of the Titans film is where this tone is going to be. Uh, darker than that, I hope. I kind of hope not. Yeah, same here. I no, I I personally not a fan of the Transformers. They're eye candy. So, I, I, I ho- I'm hoping the tone is a little bit more serious than that. Uh, I think Pacific Rim, when that comes out, that looks like it's taking itself. Yes, it's going to be, you know, oh, you know, it's going to have action, but it's still taking itself seriously. So, Pac- it's not going to throw in, I, at least to my knowledge, I doubt Guillermo del Toro is going to throw in all those stupid jokes that Transformers yeah. movies have. <laughs> well, it's not going to be, it's not going to be stupid, but... That. Pacific Rim, I get a Transformers vibe in the sense that not not um, stupid jokes and stuff, but not serious either. I guess another way to compare it would be like Star Trek. I expect Pacific Rim to just be fun and exciting and not dark and oppressive. Or or, uh, mm-hmm. or like Pacific Rim, a better. I think I think Avengers when I think of the Pacific Rim because it's it's ridiculous. I mean, giant robots fighting giant monsters. I mean that could, they could just name the film that, and it won't be campy. And yeah, I. I, I kind of take that back. I take that back. I, I actually kind of agree with that. I think maybe I'd change that to in between the tone of the Avengers and the Dark Knight movies. I'm, okay, there we go. I'm, Bad I'm work praying more the Dark Knight, but yeah, I would. I, I I love dark movies. Like it, 
I don't know why. It's just I'm a very dark person. Like, and Noah, like you said, you're Christian. Like, I'm Christian too, but I'm a very different kind of Christian. Like, I really just don't care sometimes. Like, I'm I'm more abstain. Um, Blasphemy. Uh, but still, <laughs> I, I I like dark films and dark stuff like that, and which is why the Hezai series is my favorite. They're darker than the Showa series, but they're still fun and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. I, I get what you're go, what you're saying for. I am, I am, I'm. I'm not saying I want to see a Godzilla film in the future, whatever the future of the franchise is. I want to see a Godzilla film that's like the Avengers, that's just fun and lighthearted and exciting and not super dark. I want to see a fun, exciting Godzilla film. But, I mean, we've had those films so often. I really want a dark and serious Godzilla film to kind of make the general public go, oh wait. People aren't just, you know, nuts when they say Godzilla's serious. <laughs> they were right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I get yep. I get the feeling that now that Christopher Nolan's Batman films are over, the next Batman film will be a lot more lighthearted. Not campy, but it won't be. They already started working on the next Batman film. Yeah, like it's going to be more like the comic books and where Batman's, you know, driving, you know, rocket airplanes and stuff. I mean dark and a little gritty, but not as much as Christopher Nolan. For this, I want the Christopher Nolan approach for this film. Mm-hmm. Just because it works. Like, for, like, The Amazing Spider-Man, which came out, it definitely has that more dark in quality, but I think they went a little too overboard because that character yes. isn't... It's He's not supposed to be dark. He's supposed to be funny. Yeah. He's supposed to be the lighthearted jokester, whereas Godzilla, he's born from, you know, war and, you know, the consequences of you know, using a dangerous, dangerous weapon. You know, the mistakes of men and whatnot. So it definitely fits him a lot more. So I can understand what, why they'd like to, you'd like the comparison to Batman. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, it, I feel like it should be darker, just, just mainly just because I want to prove a point. So that, you know, because there are so many people in the general public who consider Godzilla to just be campy and that's it. Before Christopher Nolan's films, if you had mentioned Batman, people would have just thought you were off, you know, off your rocker saying it was dark and serious and would have thought, you know, Batman's just campy. I want this film to do for Godzilla what Christopher Nolan did for Batman so that everyone takes the character seriously now. And then you can have, you know, the fun, cheesy, exciting films that are just popcorn, but... I want the audience, the public, to be able to finally take Godzilla seriously, to understand why this character is so popular and beloved. Anything? Awkward. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward pause. Okay, I think we're done with that. Um, I think we've covered basically everything that we can cover about this film. Should we move on? What about the title? Oh, it's just Godzilla, right? I mean assuming people are assuming it's just Godzilla. Um, are you guys okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine. I think if they were to go Godzilla versus something, I'd be like, no, it's, yeah. ju- it's just supposed to be Godzilla's the star. There is another monster, but it's not Godzilla. Yeah. He God, you know, he's not equal to him. Agreed. I mean, mm-hmm. I might like, I mean, I would it'd be a little bit, maybe, um, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what the right word for this, maybe a little too wink and nod. But it, I think it would also be pretty awesome if they called it Gojira. Nah. I mean, they're not going to. But yeah, I'm okay with Godzilla. I know it's kind of generic, but I, I feel like it says it all. I mean, I can't I can't think of any good name, you know, sub-name to put under it. King of the Monsters sounds, you know... I don't like too that generic. Title. I'm sorry? It, it like just that. sounds too generic. Yeah. Yeah, I just... 
it doesn't like with the tone that they're saying that they're gonna have this movie go with. It doesn't seem like that would work. Like, yeah, it's like calling the the new Batman movies like Batman Rise of the Rise of Sin Su or Batman Two Faces Revenge or yeah, <laughs> Godzilla at World's End, Godzilla Dark of the Moon, God, all those cheesy names. Yeah, I, I'm okay with Godzilla. Well, on the bright side, if you want it to be, you know, you want to go to a film with with Gojira, just go to Japan and just watch it in theaters. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, apparently, like in the description of the teaser I read, they have Japanese, you know, Kenji or Japanese writing in the teaser and the poster they released. I mean, that's probably not going to be the final poster, but the teaser poster they released. I mean, it has Gojira in the background written in Japanese characters. So I got so angry that poster available on eBay for a while. Oh, dude, for real? Yeah, it was. It was very limited. Like, oh. there was like 17 or something like that. And somebody posted it, and I was—I didn't have my laptop, so I was hardly ever on Toe Kingdom for a while there. Mm. And somebody posted a link to it, and I went back on there, and I was like, "Oh, it's for sale!" And as soon as I got on there, it was gone. Oh, like they were sold dude. out. That stinks. It was—it wasn't a big poster either. I mean, it was like about 11 by 20 inches or something like that. So it wasn't big, but still, I wanted it. No, I. I can understand that. I've I've had my share of troubles, especially with the poster. I tried ordering one online, and it's taken over a month. Yeah. So I feel your pain, dude. I was so angry. In fact, I'm looking up to see if anybody like might have bought it and is selling it already on eBay again. <laughs> like, like the Wii U that's coming out. Like everyone's <laughs> gonna buy it and then just sell it like the day one. Oh yeah, didn't you say you're gonna do that? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a pretty good chance. <laughs> Hey, I'm in college. I need all the cash I can get. I kind of want the Wii U. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But that, that's topic. Yeah, crap. different topic. But the Wii U looks really terrible to me. But um, uh, I, I don't know. We gotta do I a like video it. gaming podcast. But hey, maybe they'll have a movie tying game. Uh... <laughs> I'm much rather look forward to uh, Kaiju Combat. Daikaiju Battle Royale. Kaiju Combat. Not Kaiju Combat. I'm not looking forward to it. Aw, I am. It's. Uh, I'll, I'll explain after the show because I have my opinions on that. Yeah, for me, for me, it's just like I hope they get it done. When it gets done, I'll be excited about it. But I've been burned um, by a uh, uh, Tyler. I know your name is Grayshot on the forums. I mean, do you did you follow that game, Grayshot? Or yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. I. I, I... I was looking. I was so excited because like we were like my brother and I were like, why isn't there a Cloverfield game? And then we saw it. We're like, oh yes, <laughs> like they had the giant monster and you oh. could like play. It. I was like, oh my god. And then it was like, nope, just gonna no, no, no game. I was like, no. Yeah. Okay. I got such a trip down memory memory lane now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That. Uh, I've I've been burned by fan games before, but anyway. Um, I think. All right. I think um, that wraps up the movie should we move on to pacific rim now or real quick you guys can start talking but don't get into anything super interesting my computer just gave me the flashing symbol that i need to get the charger okay okay so you can start talking pacific rim but don't start talking anything interesting gotcha. i understand all right uh i don't care about cast members i don't care about production notes or anything like that so 
go ahead and start that if you feel like. Exposition, okay. exposition. <laughs> padding. This is so padding. <laughs> Sorry. And now we're going to start the best part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the real part of the podcast where, yeah. Um, now that he's gone. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, now to Pacific Rim, the uh, monster, well, the poem to monster games from Guillermo del Toro, if I'm saying that correctly. Oh, yeah, Guillermo uh, del Toro. coming out this summer. No, not this, uh, 2000, summer 2013. But yeah, the, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah this summer, okay, not, you're right. I just Not this summer, 2013. Yeah, I'm excited, really excited for this. Yes, apparently the trailer for it is supposed to be arriving in December. So with the just Hobbit, a few more months, and then we get a yeah, with, exactly. We're supposed to we're supposed to get it, which I'm excited for because yes. apparently giant monsters uh, or not giant monsters, yeah, well, giant monsters, a mech, you know, diving into the ocean to attack this thing, and from the description of uh, people, even though this film, you know, it's still being worked on, the special effects is still being worked on is bounds and leaps above the transformers films yeah. so that that's gonna be impressive because that... i just got done watching it finally catching up and watching transformers films and i know those films are bad in a lot of regards but i could watch those special effects over and over and over again those effects are amazing so if they're better than this than that i mean i, I mean you know effects uh, effects are effects cgi cgi i look at avatar and i know that's cgi because they have a million commercials out there telling me it's cgi so i just want them to do something cool with it you know like avatar i don't know i just want it to look cool like it doesn't matter if i mean i want it to look good but like i could watch an asylum movie if your special effects are terrible just as long as you do something cool with it and those films don't but this film sounds like they're going to do everything cool they could possibly do so well, if there's one person that's very good with <laughs> practical effects, it's Gormo Del Toro. Like Absolutely. Hellboy 2 and Hellboy, uh, he uses he uses multiple practical effects, and it really shows because there's very few instances where you could say that's just CGI. I'm just excited that Gilmore Del Toro is doing this because this guy is clearly a monster fan. He's written uh, – he wrote – he co-wrote the Strain trilogy of books about vampires. I mean he directed Blade 2. I mean, just as some guy who does a lot of, fan, you know, work with fantastical human-sized creatures, I cannot wait to see his take on Kaiju. Because like you mentioned Hellboy, a lot of the monsters in Hellboy are very H.P. Lovecraft-ish. I'm curious to see if that's going to be the case in Pacific Rim. Well, I recall a statement which he said, yeah, I remember he was talking to his design team he was like listen uh go all out don't like don't go by the tropes of, of like normal monsters like you haven't like they went through tons and tons of ideas of all these creatures that weren't limited to you know human or like earthly scope so didn't they say that there was going to be like mammalian ones crustacean ones and all that kind of stuff i i oh by the way i'm back yeah i think he said 11 types yeah, we're, yeah, they said that we're going to see maybe 13 monsters or something like that. Ah, I really hope they go... He was in the teens. They go the kaiju route. And I, I think the thing that why kai, kaiju like Godzilla... Godzilla isn't as extreme, but the reason why 
Japanese monsters are so popular is because if you look at American monsters, and with the exception of things like King Kong because of his personality and Clover because he has a truly unique design, all American monsters are just big versions of other monsters. Big ants, big, you know, apes, you know, big, big animals. But Japanese monsters are truly unique creatures. I mean, they look different. They, I mean, look at the kaiju and the and the Gamera trilogy. I mean, I hope we get kaiju like Iris and Legion in this film. Just creatures that are absolutely crazy, you know. I hope we get some classical monsters like a dinosaur. You know, your typical dinosaur monster. But I also hope we get the crazy ones. If that makes sense. Didn't they say, like, back when the first basic draft, like, idea of Pacific Rim was released online, that the very first monster that's going to attack is very Godzilla SQ? Godzilla Yeah, I re- yeah, I recall that. They uh, say that the first appearance of the monsters was uh, a Godzilla-like monster destroying a, a coastal city. Yeah. I, I mean, they got to do that. I mean, every kind of monster movie has a Godzilla knockoff. I mean, Monster Apocalypse has its Terracon. I mean, love that. War of the Monsters has its Togira. I mean, I want to just... Uh... <laughs> oh my god, don't even get me started. Yeah, I knew that was going to get you... I knew that was going to get you... Get you hyped. Preview right now. Yep, we're doing an entire episode about that, right? They should do a re-release. I just, I downloaded that day. We... It was re-released. Yeah, I was going to say they should do a re-release of it and call it Pacific Rim, the game, or something. But, um... Oh, okay, I was about to say, they did re-release the I downloaded it the day it came out. I was so happy. Awesome. I gotta say, um... Pacific Rim... I, Dylan, didn't you and I have a conversation on Facebook that, like... Um, I was saying... I posted, like, the first teaser poster we got, which was, like, the badge. The eagle badge that, like, the robot pilots wear. And you said the monsters are only going to be like 20 to 30 feet. And then the teaser poster with the robot came out. And the robot's like 100, 200 feet. That's not 20 feet. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there was an interview with somebody that said that the monsters were going to be like 20 feet tall. I don't remember. Somebody, I believe it was posted on the forums, but I, it might not have been. I can't recall. Really, uh, but it, it was said about the monsters being only like... 20 or so feet tall, and I was like, well, that's not very kaiju size. Yeah. I remember having that conversation. That totally took me by surprise. I was like, but obviously, zero. Maybe, it, maybe some monsters aren't going to be that big. Maybe there's going to be ants monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, you just pan the beach, and like this little monster crawls out, like, Rawr! and then suddenly just a foot smashes in as the, you know, the main monster comes ashore. Yeah. Yeah, maybe kind of like it's like Monster Pock. Yep, I was thinking like, the same uh, thing. Have either of you played that I, game? I have it. I have not. Uh, oh, I love that game so much. Uh, we'll talk in a little after the show. <laughs> um, but uh, kind of how there's like units, like the little monsters, and then there's the giant monsters. So yep. like maybe, like I remember them saying that there was like a crustacean monster. Maybe it's this giant like crab-like monster, and then... There's also a whole bunch of these little tiny crab monsters that are with it. Exactly. That are maybe like 15, 20 feet tall. Yeah. That or like. Which is pretty. Or big. like you know how Clover had the parasites, or Legion had the soldier legions, that kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm excited for this film. I th- think. 
I think I might buy a couple Gashapon figures and make expansion packs for Monster Hunter. I've been considering the same thing, yeah. I, but um, I'm really excited for this film. Are you guys as excited for this as you are Godzilla? Are you more so, less so? I gotta uh, say less so than Godzilla because it it Godzilla it just left natural fan. I'm I just obviously whenever like a Godzilla or like like I'm a major Halo fan, so any news about a Halo movie coming out, like oh I'm geeking out. But if there's like an alien invasion, I'm like oh okay I'll see it. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, it, but I'm no I, doubt it's still excited for this. I I kind of say I'm more excited at this point because I don't know anything about the Godzilla movie. But Pacific Rim, we have a little more than that. We even have photos of on set right now and stuff like that. Um, but I only say that because I don't know anything about Godzilla right now. The more I know about Godzilla, the more excited I'll be for that. Right now, because I'm a kaiju fan. I'm not just a Godzilla yeah. fan, but Godzilla did start my love for the, for the genre. Um, so there's, he's always going to be like the biggest part of it. But I'm a kaiju fan like all together. I have Godzilla in my collection. I have Gamera in my collection. I have Gorgo, uh, King Kong movies, even other Harryhausen films like Mighty Joe yep. Young, Sturf, stuff like that. Was that Harryhausen or was that O'Brien? Uh, both, actually. Uh, yeah, for right. Yeah. Um, so it's giant monsters in general. So yeah. I'm pretty excited for Pacific. I'm a monster movie fan in general. I love giant monsters the most, obviously. But I also love, you know, Alien, Predator, Jurassic Park. I love, you know, monster movies in general. And also, I think that. Godzilla, I'm excited for, but I have a lot more apprehension going into it. With Godzilla, I'm not only just looking forward to the film, I'm thinking, okay, if this film's good, you know, when are we going to get the sequel? If this film bombs, does that mean we'll never see a Godzilla film for like another 10 years? Will we have more Godzilla products? Whereas Pacific Rim, I don't have any, you know, not that it's bad that I have baggage going into Godzilla, but I don't have any baggage going into Pacific Rim. I can just say, you know, I hope this is good. I don't have nearly as much writing on it as I do have Godzilla. There's nothing to be afraid about going to see Pacific Other than it being, you know, a disappointment. If But you don't have to be afraid <laughs> because there's it's a completely original movie. Yeah. There's not an entire series, there's not an entire fandom running behind it. Yeah, exactly. If Godzilla bombs they're never going to legendary is never going to hear the end of it if Godzilla bombs. Yeah. Exactly. Have you have you seen their Facebook page? No. Almost every picture they post, like at, at least for a while, I haven't checked it recently, but for a while there, almost every status update the legendary the official p- legendary page posted, or every picture that they upload and everything like that, there'd be comments commenting about the picture, but there'd also be like post stuff about Godzilla. Yeah. When are we gonna hear news about Godzilla? What's up for Godzilla is Godzilla still coming out when's Godzilla due stuff mm-hmm. like that and it wasn't even a Godzilla related picture it'd be like a, a quote and a photo from the movie The Hangover yeah. and there'd be pics, people asking about Godzilla which is awesome I'd so, give us more Godzilla less Hangover absolutely <laughs> so if they screw Godzilla up they're never hearing the end of it I don't think they will I mean they could I mean they always could but I have a lot of faith going into this. But, yeah, with Pacific Rim, 
when I see, if I see it, if it's bad, I will be thinking, oh boy, what does this mean for Godzilla? But yeah, Pacific Rim, it's not a character, it's not a franchise that, you know, I have a lot established in already. I can just go in and say, I hope this is good. I will be worried about, you know, what does this mean for I Godzilla, like, but... I feel like Pacific Rim is going to be a good movie, and I really don't have any doubts about it. Yeah. Because, do you do either of you remember when Pacific Rim was first announced, Legendary was actually asking Del Toro if they could please turn it into the Godzilla movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I do not. Do you, so, obviously people at Legendary were recognizing how good the script is or how good the idea was or whatever and they wanted to put Godzilla in. I'm glad they didn't though. I really don't think the two films are going to be compet- com- I don't know the word but compatible in terms of theme. Compatible, compatible, yeah, sorry. I don't think the two films are going to be compatible in terms of theme and style and story and setting. So, you know. I'm glad they didn't do and that. And I'm glad that they didn't do it either because of how many monsters are in Pacific Yeah, Rim. yeah. It would it, it would overshadow Absolutely. Godzilla. Godzilla would not have been unique. He wouldn't have been important at all. It's like it's like in the Marvel Universe where you have Grey Hulk, Red Hulk, Blue Hulk. You have all these Hulks. It's like, okay, come on. You know. There's a Blue Hulk? Well, I was, no, I don't think so. But I saw a creature who was like bluish. But, <laughs> I, but I mean, there's a Red Hulk, there's a She-Hulk, there's a Red She-Hulk. They're, I'm like, ugh, that's not. Can we just stick to, you know, Hulk? You know, it's not special if there's more than one. And so I, I am glad they didn't. Yeah, by. Sorry to. Yeah, by the end of the movie of uh, Pacific Rim, you'll just see like Godzilla like looking to his. Yeah. Left and just a giant pile of monsters like. <sighs> yeah. Wouldn't that be a great ending though? If like, why well, couldn't I have had my own film? Wouldn't that be great if like the ending? It's like the the robot, whatever. I think it's called. Isn't the robots in a Pacific Rim called Jigers or? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jigers. Which all I could think of was Jet Jaguar. But. <laughs> but like, wouldn't it be great if like they have the Jigers standing? They have the game. Yeah, if they have the Jigers standing there all triumphant, and then its head gets blown off by a blue ray, and you see Godzilla standing there, and it goes, the end, to be continued in, you know, Legendary's Pictures, Godzilla. I would totally geek out. That would be great. <laughs> I would just be like, that is awesome! That would be great. I mean, I know they're not going to do that, but that would be an that would be an awesome, you know, alternate ending on the Blu-ray or whatever. Or hey guys, you see at the very end of Pacific Rim, like uh, the ver- like a night silhouette in this like this jigger like patrolling the ocean, and suddenly Blue Ray just punctures Absolutely. through, and you just see the shadow of a creature move short. <laughs> Absolutely. But sorry, Dylan, you were saying. Hold on. Okay. I think. Hold on. Oh God. I know what he's doing. I know. Right. Five. Four, three, two, one. Exactly 964 days until Godzilla comes out. <laughs> awesome. Start popping that popcorn. <laughs> this is, I'm, I am excited. I mean, that would. I'm not gonna camp out, but that would be awesome if you did. That would be so. If you know, if if we did, if people were camping out or something, I think that would be great. But um. Is there anything else we want to say about Pacific Rim? I think we kind of covered it pretty good. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. 
I can't think of anything else. The the la- uh, that being the case, the the last thing on our topic is I is we just want to do a brief roundup of there's a few new Godzilla products out there, and I know Dylan has one of them. I think Dylan has all of them, but the 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 coolest one I think is uh, issue 100 oh, of <laughs> what issue 100 of Jesus. yeah absolutely you've got a copy right it's, yes I do it's a beautiful issue I've uh, I started getting G fan starting with issue 69 lucky uh, I and I didn't even know which what G fan was at the time I was just kind of at a local comic shop that just kind of happened to happen to be there and i walked in and like oh my god that got that magazine has godzilla on the front i want it uh and turns out the whole thing was godzilla and then i missed a whole bunch of issues oh forgot all about it and then i kind of found the comic shop again after it moved and i started getting the issues every time they came out and i have done so all up until issue 100 and issue 100 does not disappoint they celebrate 100 issues just like they should. There's so much art inside of it. Uh, as soon as you open it, there's a really cool uh, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla or Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla or Terror of Mechagodzilla piece. Uh, it, I can't even describe <laughs> what it looks like. Godzilla has very like ancient Chinese dragon features to him like he has like a spiky chin uh he has kind of like spikes along the side of his head and his spines are different to say the least um mechagodzilla really looks interesting though uh he he has doesn't have legs he has tank wheels wow and he has a crotch cannon what <laughs> no okay my, my excitement for this uh issue is just dropped down a lot because that's the kind of stuff I would see in a Transformers film. Oh, no, he, it, you can instantly tell to the show of Mechagodzilla, and it's just the style that this guy drew it in. Uh, the artist, uh, it is... It's... Jolon Yates. Yates. Uh, it's, it's very beautiful. It's dark and Godzilla's like standing in the ocean over a boat that's firing missiles at him. There's planes flying around him. It looks really awesome. Like this is one of my favorite pieces in the magazine. Uh, there's other pictures. Uh, there's one right to this picture that I was just describing with uh, King Caesar, Damajin, and Barugon. Nice. That's a very odd combination. I really don't understand it. Uh, could be the artist's three favorite kaiju. But, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but the crown jewel for me in this picture, in this magazine, for as art-wise, is a two-page spread, just black and white charcoal sketch of 1984 Godzilla by Bob Eggleton. Nice. Bob Eggleton is and always will be number one. On my favorite artist, more than Matt Frank. His Matt Frank is a very, very close second, if not tied. Mm-hmm. Uh, his art is just so beautiful. Like, I would love to own a Bob Eggleton piece. Like, it's awesome. What about? Yeah, and listen, you should really check out the the cover of G Fan One Hundred. The 
is every monster, like, oh, Godzilla, yeah. non-Godzilla, not Toho, non-Toho. Uh, you have Godzilla, Hedora, the puff, the hundred foot uh, puff marshmallow man, the giant claw, it, clover to clover. It has every monster under the sun. Mm-hmm. There's even uh, Reptilicus fighting Monda. Nice on the front. It's it's uh it's just I was, I was gonna get to that. It's amazing. It's an amazing piece by Matt Frank. What are some of the um... my personal favorite? Uh, if you do, you have the picture up, Noah? Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, I don't have it up right now, but I've saved it on my computer somewhere, so I've seen it. It is okay. really impressive. Well, my favorite thing that Matt Frank did was uh, Megalon is in the picture, but. Rodan is like throwing his wing in front of Megalon's yeah. face. So all you see is Megalon's like little horn thing in his eyes peeking over Rodan. It's wing. like Megalon starring in Where's Wal- Megalon, the Where's Waldo of the Kaiju universe. <laughs> the one thing I kind of wish that, you know, I, I'm not sure if JD Lee edits the cover himself or if he has somebody else do it for him, it's not the whole piece. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, if you would look at the whole piece that Matt Frank has posted online, Jafantis, the mascot for G-Fan, is in the piece, and you can see a good bit of him, like, from the head down to maybe, like, the chest piece of him is shown in the art, but the picture on the cover is cropped, and you can only catch Jafantis's head at the bottom. And uh, Jet Jaguar and King Kong's mouth are covered up by the barcode online. Yeah. It's very cropped. I kind of feel like if he cropped it and just included the whole thing, yeah, some monsters would have been pretty small. It would have been a little hard to see them. But just the whole thing on the front would have been a much better choice. Yeah. It has obsidian and crystal on it. Uh, what's but, some uh, of the articles in there? Oh, yeah, articles. Real quick, I just wanted to give a little shout-out to you know a little... Shout out to uh, Jeff Sorno. Yes. Interviewed him. There's a piece of War of the Gargantuas nice. in there that he did. Uh, it has the Gargantuas fighting in the ocean over top of a boat. Uh, Udako, where you, the giant octopus, if you will, is down in the water still trying to attack one of the Gargantuas while they're fighting. And it's one of the best pieces I've ever seen him do. Nice. Articles in there. The big features, there's a voice from the future uh, that's, let's see, I didn't even read this article yet, let's see, it says she's one of the few humans to defeat Godzilla, but she did have some help, Mecha King Ghidorah, Brett Homick interviews, Emmy Kano herself. Nice. Uh, there's sound, uh, Toho uh, special effects memories, which goes back and forth between different special effects in the films. Uh, there's an entire. I have. I really want to finish reading this. I started. It was really interesting. It's part two of the two parts uh, article from the Gorgo comics. Lyle Huckins, not Lyle Huckins. I'm sorry. Alan uh, Alan Dibbus did this two part series from last issue and this issue of all the Gorgo comic books. If either of you knew that Gorgo actually had a comic yep. series. Uh, and he talks about all the different issues, the special edition issues that came out. And I really was interested in reading that. I didn't get a chance to read this, the 
part two yet, though, which I actually might do that tonight. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. There's a, you know, it's already been ten years since Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's an article in there about that. There's an, there's a, another interesting article that I look forward to reading about all the different villains from the Godzilla comic book series. Nice. From uh, not not the IDW series, covering from Marvel and Dark Horse, the different villains that Godzilla's fought. Uh, there's a interview with Luigi Cosi. Oh yeah. Do either you know who the he is? I, I think so. He's the he was basically the guy behind Godzilla the color Italian version of the 1954 Godzilla movie. Interesting. Wow. Uh, then there's like a photo collage of the events at G-Fest this last year. Uh, there's uh, a lot of different other stuff. There's like this cool little editorial about similarities between Oregon and Bailante. I read that one. That was really interesting. And then there's the conclusion to the comic, Jephantis, uh Part of the Beast. Nice. Uh, and that was like about every issue, maybe every other issue, an ongoing series involving Jephantis. And it was drawn by Matt Frank for a while. And it, it's really good. Uh, I'd like to see a colored version printed by JD just as the comic itself instead of in G-Fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a editorial about the different face changes of the Godzilla suits, about how each one looks different than the last and how he got more, more serious looking. Uh, there's the typical every issue toy report by Steve Egan. Uh, I bought a toys from him actually once, uh, a couple plushes, the ex- or toy vault plushes. Nice. It's a, but the, the the crown piece in here for me is all the beautiful art in it that has been submitted for the 100th issue. Uh, right in the center of the magazine, as I told you before we started talking, there was there's this big centerfold of a whole bunch of different incarnations of the Godzilla. Uh, there's the 54, 55, there's the Godzilla vs. Mothra suit, there's the Son of Godzilla suit, the King Kong vs. Godzilla suit, Godzilla 2000. Uh, GMK84, and then there's even Godzilla Saurus, Little Godzilla, and Minya, and Mechagodzilla. Nice. <laughs> standing around a big green cake that says G-Fan 100 issues, and I believe so, but I'm not exactly sure. I'm not going to sit here and count them. It looks like there's 100 candles on top of the cake. Nice. <laughs> Doubly nice. Uh, one thing the artist did for this one that I really don't I wouldn't have chosen to do this. He made the GMK Godzilla like dirt brown. Oh. Uh-huh. And then he colored he colored the the eighty four Godzilla like a teal green and the heads I Godzilla like Godzilla two thousand green. A little odd. I, I kinda feel like he did it to make them stand out a little more from because the son of Godzilla, Godzilla, the King Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla, the Godzilla 54 Godzilla, the 55 Godzilla, and the 64 Godzilla, they're all gray. Mm-hmm. So I think all the other ones gray, but it kind of made the blend together a little too much. But they're very vibrant colors that he made them. So Yeah. 
and there's a lot of other beautiful art in here, like a, a, a Megalon piece that centers on Megalon. There's even one that uh, I honestly don't know who drew it, but it's the three monsters that Dr. Demonicus sent to attack Zilla in the Marvel series. Oh, neat. The, uh, the, the big Cyclops monster with the, the propeller bat, uh, tail. Yeah, I remember that one. The turtle, like the turtle rhino thing with the worm-like eyes those, and the worm thing with the horn Those are the monsters head. that Dr. Demonicus sent? Cause I, I believe I th- so. I actually think those were... Uh, this is how much of a nerd I am. Uh, alien monsters sent by uh, alien invaders. I think Dr. Demonicus made like a Komodo dragon bat lizard and... A whole bunch of different ones. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much of a nerd I am. I haven't read the, I haven't read the Marvel series in a long time, but uh, there were, it's like a centerpiece on them. It's just those monsters, and they're attacking over a building, and the worm creature's coming up out of the ground, and what's really cool is there's a little bus like speeding away from the monsters as they're like breaking this building apart, and if you look at the bus, the side of the bus says G-Fan number 100. Nice. <laughs> it's just a tiny little bus, so nobody would even notice that unless they paid real close attention to it. it it's just a great issue. It's nice and thick, a lot of good stuff to read, uh, perfect for Godzilla fans. Like, going on a long road trip, want to read something nice, pick up G-Fan issue 100. Get a subscription to G-Fan. I recommend it. A lot of people lost interest in G-Fan, saying there's just not that much stuff that they can cover anymore. It's gotten boring. I'd, I always find something interesting in G-Fan to read. Uh, there's fun articles in there about other j- monster movies like The Last Dinosaur, uh, The Lost World, stuff like that. But a lot of the Godzilla stuff is really interesting to read. There's cool interviews with stars almost every issue. And I like seeing all the photos from G-Fest that they post. Uh, there's fan uh, stories like the Rex, the... I can't remember what it's called. The Rex Sumrall series. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of fun. I really um, wish Toho would officially recognize them in some form or capacity. Because I know like there's yeah. been like fan Star Trek magazines that were eventually like turned into the official Star Trek magazine. I kind of wish Toho would do the same thing. Like not not take over G Fan, but promote G Fan as like the official Godzilla magazine. Toho has contacted JD, and I mean JD, the guy that makes this magazine, he runs G-Fest. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So, Toho has been in contact with him. They know about the magazine, but Toho's not that kind of company that they're going to let this guy own like an entire thing that American fans like about Godzilla. Um, they contacted him, made made them a lot more strict about fan art and fan stories. There used to be fan Godzilla comics, yeah. I remember. I had some of those back like, issues. Like, I ordered a couple back issues and I got the collection, which has, back when it was still called G-Force instead of G-Fan, uh, it had a little comic in there. There was a comic where the as I Godzilla fought like this really strange re- make of Angiris, where he had like a blade that came out of his hand and he had bigger horns on his head and stuff like that. You could tell it was Angiris, but it wasn't Angiris. Mm-hmm. And it was a really cool comic. But Toho said no to those. He can't do those anymore. And stuff like that. Um, so Toho knows about the co- about the magazine. 
and I guarantee, holy crap, and I just noticed issue 100 is 10 bucks. I spent 10 bucks on this thing. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even notice it was that much anymore. Um, but it's, it's a very nice magazine. If you like Godzilla, start reading G-Fan. Like, it's a fan-run magazine. This one guy, you know, it's not mass-produced. He works on it on his own time, updates it, uh, gets submissions from other people to put in the magazine. I've submitted art a couple times, and unfortunately, none of my art's really gotten in it. Uh, I, I'm i not going to call anybody out on that, though. Uh, I'm going to keep submitting art until a piece gets put in, though. Like, th- that's something I always wanted to do ever since I started reading G-Fan. It's, it's a fan-run thing, and if you're a Godzilla fan, I think you should support it. Buy a couple issues, read them, get a subscription if you want. I know that there's a little plus sign if you subscribe, you get centerfolds in every issue, like a little mini poster that you can hang up. Nice. So, G-Fan's definitely worth it if you ask me. And um, I know there are two new issues of of the IDW comics out there. There's issue number five of Godzilla, the ongoing comic, and issue number two of the miniseries Godzilla Half-Century War. Have any of you guys gotten those yet? Because I haven't. Unfortunately, I have not gotten issue number two of Half-Century War or number five of Godzilla yet. I go every Monday Mm -hmm. to the comic shop, so I'll be going this Monday with my buddy to pick them up. But I haven't read this yet. But I had the I have every single issue up until these two so far. And I have not because my local comics store is actually uh, where I, well, about ten minutes where I uh, from my home, and I'm about an hour from there. So just haven't been home in a while. So probably pick up. Uh, I'll definitely pick up the Half Century War. I'm still deciding on the other one. Um, um uh, I go ahead. Uh, just I, I usually wait for these things for the trade paperbacks. So. I won't be reading them for a while, but I've been hearing some really excellent reviews of both of them. Well, I, I normally would just buy a trade paperback, but this is just such a cool opportunity for me. Uh, I'm old enough that I can go out and buy these comics on my own now, so I can just drive to the comic book store, pick up the issue I want, and leave, you know, read the issue and stuff. And it's happening right now so I can collect every issue so once these are done, IDW is done with Godzilla, it's cancelled or they just don't have anything else they can do with it and they just give up I can say I own every issue of that comic mm-hmm. so it's kind of a big deal for me and I enjoy taking the trip with my friend Ryan to the comic book store and getting the new issue every time it comes out Nice. Awesome. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up the whole show, right? I mean, unless you guys have anything else you want to add. How much longer? Yeah, let's end it on a high note. Tell us how much longer, Dylan. All right, let's see here. 964 days, 23 hours, 39 minutes, and 57 seconds. Awesome. Oh. You can't <laughs> wait. Uh... So, start start warming up your car, yeah. guys. Oh, you know what I just realized? Uh, li- uh, Living Corpse on the site might not like the uh, G-Fan 100. Because j- I've been looking over, I've been studying like every monster, and I can't find Zone Fighter anywhere. I, I, can- I found Ultraman, but I cannot find Zone Fighter anywhere on this. Ultraman uh, himself is on the cover? 
Yeah, he's in the top right corner. He's like hiding behind uh, Majin, I believe, uh, and right next to Frankenstein. But I cannot find Zone Fighter, so he's gonna be like, "Oh, there's Jet, there's Jet Jaguar, there's Ultraman, but where's Zone Fighter?" Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Matt Frank is the member on the forum, so he can go ahead and put a shit out of that Matt Frank for that. <laughs> awesome. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you guys for joining me here once again. You're very welcome. It was a blast, and hopefully uh, it's not three-fourths of a year until my next uh, appearance. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't have a laptop for a while. Uh, it was kind of out of commission. business. It kind of, yeah, it was out of commission. Uh, I went and bought a new laptop. It's a nice Toshiba satellite, and I'm treating it like a baby yeah. right now. Uh <laughs> cradling it everywhere oh. I go and uh, making sure I stay away from stuff like I, I have like a virus scanner that even like goes into Google and gives me a little green check mark if it's safe and stuff like that so I, I don't <laughs> want any viruses on this thing at all I'm like super cautious about this thing uh, so and I got the headset and everything like that so I'm ready to do another show whenever you guys are awesome yeah I, Sweet. I, I know it's been a while since we did one but I mean it's we, we usually we like to have three hosts on here and I mean all of us you know we have jobs and I know I have school so you know it can be hard to get everyone all in on the same time but I think we're doing pretty good we can try and uh, you know I want to definitely get on more of a regular schedule but all things considered I think we're doing pretty good Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a nice little treat. I know there's been a lot of positive feedback about the show from fans on the forum and stuff like that. And uh, we got a decent amount of likes on Facebook. So if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, go ahead. It's uh, uh, Toho Kingdom Podcast. Simple to search for. Our little icon is a little chibi Godzilla on a microphone, as you'd see whenever you click each episode on the main site. It's the same picture. Uh, we update it every time we have a new episode. We change the cover photo relating to whatever we talk about, if we can. Uh, so go ahead and give us a like there. Uh, you can discuss on what you like about the show, what you'd like to see. I know f- what we really liked doing before was we had that little uh, fan quiz questions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but we haven't gotten any questions lately. I mean, I just I even checked the email today to see, oh, I wonder if anybody emailed me at all. I haven't had an email since the last time we did that. Uh, so go ahead and send questions on our Facebook page. Ask us questions that you'd like us to answer for you during the next show. Or if you'd like to be on a show, let us know the things that you are experienced in. Like if you know a lot of stuff about toys, uh, we'll put your name under down there. If we have a toy show coming up, uh, video games, we'll do the same thing. Uh, if you're experienced in it's like American monster movies, we'll use you as a list if we ever talk about those. So if you feel like you could help out, just let us know. Uh, that's really all I have to say. Like us on Facebook, please. And, um, yeah, please like us on Facebook. We we'll, we want to, you know, get as many people listening to this as we can. I mean, obviously, we host these on the website, Toho Kingdom, but we want to try and expand and get more people listening to this who may not necessarily post on that forum. So like us on Facebook, spread the word, get as many people listening to us as you can because – that really helps. It's great to know that we have people out there who love to listen to us talk about our our favorite giant monster. So that helps. All right. I think that's it. Again, thank you guys for joining me once again. 
Yep. You're very welcome. Uh, Have a good night. Yep. Have a good night, folks. And one last time, Dylan. How much longer? Oh, boy. We have exactly 964 days, 23 hours, 35 minutes, and 13 seconds. And you just can't get here fast enough. No, sir, it can't. And on that note, good night, everybody. Bye.